podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, then I'm sure you will soon. So my name is Eliza Gelman. I'm your host, clearly. We are in the middle of, I think, week five of quarantine. Things are bleak. We are losing our minds just a little bit. Um, We could talk about it for like two minutes and then we're going to move on. Today is going to be a solo episode. It's a QA. and a I got a bunch of questions the other day. And just so y'all know, every time I do one of these polls on my Instagram, you can follow me at Eliza G underscore fitness. Every time I do one of these polls asking you guys to drop a question or give me a topic that you guys want to hear about, I get so many requests from porn stars it's like hey have you seen my butthole lately and it's like click to accept I'm like "Mm, haven't uh it's truly a dark place in my house at this time it's really funny though um so I have to always like accept those things before I can delete them so I get like a flash of someone's butthole before I can delete it um maybe that's just my phone I don't know why my Instagram account just automatically does that but Either way, that is a day in the life. So today we're going to be talking uh, about nutrition, health, kind of going to cover the whole gamut. And I'm excited for that because I feel like right now everyone is, you know, we're past the point in this quarantine where we're like, oh yeah, self-care, you know, this is a great time for face masks and really meditating and all these things. And like, that was great for a few weeks, but truly I'm going crazy. I'm sure everyone else is feeling the same way. My heart and soul goes out to anyone who doesn't have a great home situation, or maybe you live alone and you're just, you know, maybe you don't do well alone. Um, I'm here for you. There are so many people out here for you. And if I can be a resource for anybody who's having a tough time, feel free to DM me, text me, call me, Um, if you don't have my number, just message me, email me, whatever. Just look on my website, look on my, get my contact. I'm like super accessible. Um, and anyway, so I've been thinking about a lot of people who maybe don't have the same, uh, setup at home that I do. And I'm just super, super grateful. I'm really grateful that we are in Charleston right now. And it's been just unbelievably beautiful weather. We've had like 75 to 85 degrees every day. Um, today's a little different and it's been rainy and dark and pretty cold. It's like 55. And yes, I don't want to hear it. That's cold for Charleston. So and I'm also about to be on my period. So I've been depressed and anxious and I think it's like three days before my period. And before I get it, it's usually I don't really have PMS symptoms, but today, holy fuck balls. My I think truly I'm adopting so much estrogen from my roommates just by being around them so much. I truly have had the worst cramps all day. I never cramp. I really like don't even know when my period's coming. If I didn't track it, I wouldn't know. But I do track it and I did know and oh my god, it's here and it's angry. So this has been wonderful. I'm truly just depressed, want to cry all the time. And I know I'm laughing right now, but it's only to hold back tears. Truly, you know, going through the motions in a house full of females with menstrual cramps, with uncertainty going on in the world, with chaos amongst this pandemic, with uncertainty and, uh, you know, just the overall closeness, closeness that we're feeling with ourselves is great, but I know that we're ready to feel close to some other people. And I'm also really excited for things to 
start to semi go back to normal so that I can stop getting awful looks from people who see me smiling in public. Maybe I'm on the phone laughing and ha ha haing with someone while I'm at the grocery store. And I feel like people are just like, oh, how the fuck could she do that? How like, don't she, doesn't she know the world is in shambles right now? And I, I almost feel guilty for laughing. And I'm like, no, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to live my life. I'm just not going to touch people, you know, so or things and cough and sneeze all over everything. So that's where I'm at today. Took a little bit of CBD, had some coffee, feeling good, still reading the Daily Stoic, um, and now I'm on a tangent. So I'll stop that. We're going to get into the Q&A right here, right now, and I also, I just want to touch on this. Nobody asked about it in the Q&A, but uh, something that I've been talking with just to people in general as of late is how to keep your morning routine and trying to keep some semblance of routine in your day-to-day life and the number one way that I've done that is by waking up not looking at my phone still doing my same coffee with whatever kind of fat I'm doing whatever kind of adaptogen I'm doing you know the way I make my coffee if it was any other Monday any other Tuesday and I've also still been reading the Daily Stoic I think that has been one of the most profound ways for me to really keep grounded um, getting some vitamin D all that good stuff so if you're struggling, if you can't quite find, you know, any type of grounding, any type of stability right here in this just phase of your life, grab this book. Um, I'll link it in my website. It's under products. It's truly, I mean, I think it's changed my life. I can't really even put my finger on it. It's just really been phenomenal for me. So I read just one page every morning before I look at my phone and it's, it's changed the game. So let's get into these questions, shall we? All right. So the other day I said, what do you guys want to know? What are you guys thinking? What are some questions that you guys have? Along with a couple of porn star buttholes, I got a bunch of questions about intermittent fasting. So a couple people asked if I recommend it. And then a few people asked if uh, it's good for you. So I'm just going to kind of cover this briefly because I have so many other podcast episodes mentioning intermittent fasting and talking about intermittent fasting. And also if y'all... Uh, if y'all haven't listened to the podcast, it's episode 75 with Helen Hall from Blender Bombs and Hush Up and Hustle. She talks about intermittent fasting. And again, I just want to preface, I'm not a doctor. I'm not recommending this for anybody. It's not meant to cure, prevent, treat disease, anything like that. I think that intermittent fasting is one of those things where definitely consult your doctor before you try it, especially for an extended period of time. Um, Just because I know that if blood sugar gets low, then some people are susceptible to passing out. Some people are, their bodies just aren't trained for that, or they just, you know, some people, it just isn't great for their, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, For their, it's not great just for them and and their body type um, and their constitution. So do I recommend intermittent fasting? I think that giving your digestive system a break, wh- however long that means, I think that that is really wonderful. I think that my body feels really good when I do it for like 12 to 14 hours. Anything more than that, unless it's like an accident, which maybe happens once a year, um, maybe 12 to 14 hours. And any more than that, I just, I get a stomach ache, I get like a hunger cramp. I'm irritable. It doesn't necessarily work that well for me. And if you listen to 
my last episode with Courtney Ostrowski, we talk about human design, and I actually found out that my human design is a projector. It's We're not really good with intermittent fasting. We need smaller meals, kind of snacky throughout the day. So that's been something for me to uh, really wrap my head around and sink my teeth into more because I feel like I eat like a snake where I eat these huge meals throughout the day, and then I give my body a break. Huge meal, give my body a break. So um, if you are going to try intermittent fasting and you know it's good for your body and it's good, you know, your doctor says that's all good, I think intermittent, intermittent fasting is great for, it's great for muscle retention, it's great for inflammation internally, it's great for digestion, it's great for your skin. It has so many benefits. It truly goes into uh, your longevity. So improving your quality of life and extending the quality of your life. So intermittent fasting, what it can really do is it basically can go into into your cells and help to repair cell walls. It helps to um, break down root causes of inflammation and it helps to allow your gut bacteria to really flourish. It allows proper digestion, which takes away and lowers cortisol levels if they're too high. It helps balance hormones. There's a million different benefits to giving your body and your digestion a break. Uh, what you don't want to do with intermittent fasting is just people just say, yeah, all you do is skip breakfast. It's the easiest thing, easiest path. It's not the case. Um, if you still are having your like coconut milk, vanilla, sweetened latte from Starbucks, that will break your fast. It's carbs, it's sugar, it's calories. You're going to metabolize it. So if you are going to do intermittent fasting, you could always add like a tablespoon or a teaspoon of coconut oil into your coffee, froth that up. You could use cinnamon, things that um, don't have any sugar. I wouldn't even use stevia. If you want to do like hot water with lemon, usually that's fine. Don't do like a full, full lemon, but just squeeze the lemon, do half of it, a little pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt. Um, I find that if I do do intermittent fasting, adding a, a pinch of the pink Himalayan sea salt has really been amazing. It... Um, it really does help with minimizing any type of side effects that you may have if you are working out in the morning, um, if you're losing some of those electrolytes, but if you're intermittent fasting, you can't really like eat or drink sugary drinks to replenish them. So a pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt would be awesome. Uh, having black coffee with a little bit of fat or just black, um, nothing, no carbs, no sugar. You just really want to make sure that your body isn't having to process anything, metabolize anything, and turn anything into glucose, put anything in storage. This is your body's chance to really, really reap the benefits of giving itself a break. And, and it's not a juice cleanse. Juice cleanses are not the same as intermittent fasting. Do not get those mixed up. Um, I have a bunch of episodes on juicing, so if you are thinking about doing a juice cleanse, listen to one of those episodes. It's like one of the first ones I ever did, I think. It's like a juice cleanse, blah, blah, blah. Why should we do it? Why should we not? So those are my thoughts on intermittent fasting. I think it's amazing. No, you're not going to lose muscle. A lot of uh, bodybuilders, a lot of uh, competitive bodybuilders, athletes, pro athletes, they have found really amazing benefits with intermittent fasting, actually, just because it does... Um, tend to lend itself to faster recovery time for athletes. It also lends itself to uh, better sleep. It, it lends itself to less inflammation in the muscles so that you are just basically performing at a higher level. So if you're considering it, um, I know that there are a lot of people out there saying, eat six small meals a day, eat, you know, and bodybuilders are probably going to do that. But if you're shoving yourself with like dairy and meat and sugar or just like 
carbs and starches without a whole lot of antioxidants and leafy greens, then intermittent fasting might be good for you. Um, give your body a break. All right. It's, it's truly, it's like giving your body a nap when you didn't even know you needed it. And a lot of people might say, I really don't need intermittent fasting. I don't, I promise you more than likely you're going to enjoy it. So you could have your dinner at six o'clock, be done by eating by six 30 and not eat until like 9 30 the next morning so it's like almost a 15 hour fast so you could give it a try if you haven't already now's probably a really good time um go for a walk after dinner have some herbal tea no caffeine but have some herbal tea go to bed wake up slowly and yeah skip breakfast if you want to have that coffee like we talked about um and honestly i i genuinely believe that more people than not have great experiences with it but I think also just listen to your body if you're really hungry then eat you know if you're just thinking hey am I hungry because I'm bored or I'm hungry because it's just out of habit or am I actually hungry it'll kind of just help you establish more of maybe why you are mindlessly eating or if you're just eating out of habit so just think about it in that sense um so I a couple other questions about intermittent fasting blah 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 porn star porn star and then someone else talks about um they said they have stubborn belly fat I got this in a few different questions stubborn belly fat uh so stubborn even when you're eating clean and granted I don't know this person and I don't know what clean necessarily means and clean eating clean looks different for each person so when you're talking about stubborn belly fat and let's I have a couple of different uh, a couple of different ways this could go because a lot of the times we only think about belly fat but we do have fat everywhere you know so if we're only thinking about the stubborn belly fat a lot of the times you know if you're eating clean you're doing the right things you don't have any hormonal imbalances and you're getting your proper sleep a lot of the times we say quote-unquote stubborn but really it's just slow it's slow to burn it's going to take a little while. It's around your essential and your internal organs, your vital organs. So it's going to take a little bit longer to lose that belly fat. Some people, those freaks of nature who just don't gain weight in their belly and they just, you know, maybe gain it in their tits or their ass, you know, one, fuck that. And then two, they're, they're blessed. We're not all like that. And that would be amazing. That'd be so great. But um, if it is just, you know, kind of all over body fat weight that you're t or body fat loss that you're talking about and you're just focusing more on your belly which you know we're all guilty of doing we all say oh we have that pooch we have that pooch but you know it might just take time you know if you've been eating clean for a month or two and you've been exercising it really it's just going to take time and progress is not linear so give yourself some grace with that um, and I've said this on a lot of other episodes if you are not getting at least like seven eight hours of sleep per night. You're not getting adequate hydration, meaning, you know, I always say like take your weight in ounces and that's what you should be drinking per day. That's a lot. So it might be a little less, but around that ballpark, maybe subtract 20 or so ounces, but drinking tons of water with electrolytes, having leafy greens with antioxidants, um, you know, cutting out dairy, that's a huge clogger and I'm not saying you have to cut it out completely but try and just have it one meal a day and just start replacing one bit of your dairy per day highly recommend I know a lot of people say like Greek yogurt Greek yogurt it's healthy and there are a lot of reasons why it's better than a lot of things but again dairy is still super congestive 
So I, and it also can potentially mess with your hormone imbalances. There's a lot of addictive like chemicals within our dairy industry that can make it hard to cut dairy. So um, those are some little things that you can try. And if you are also one of those people that is killing themselves with these high intensity workouts every single day or even three to five times per week, you're eating super clean. Maybe you're even eating in a caloric, a caloric deficit. You're drinking your water. You're getting your eight to whatever hours of sleep per night. You aren't drinking a ton of alcohol. You know, it could be that your body needs a little break from those workouts. So if you are in a workout rut, you've been training so hard, you don't know why the fuck nothing's coming off of you or you're not building muscle. Maybe you're even gaining gaining fat and losing muscle. Um, Try switching up your workout routine reducing the amount of hit you're doing uh, and maybe replacing it with like one Pilates class. I know you can YouTube a lot of Pilates workouts right here and I'm not telling you that they're bad. I, I love hit and I love weight training, but I am saying that when you are doing that much stimulating uh, exercise, your cortisol levels do rise, which interrupts your, um, it interrupts a lot of your hormonal balance. So if you're especially if you're doing these high intensity workouts at night, having imbalanced cortisol levels will help, will make you retain weight in your midsection primarily. And I'm not saying that everyone who has belly fat has like a hormonal imbalance. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that if you are doing these high intensity workouts, you feel like you're eating in a caloric deficit. You're maybe not getting that much sleep, but you're trying. Your body is probably under a lot of stress which means that it's holding on to that essential fat. So you don't want to interrupt that. Give your body a reset. Give your body a cleanse. Um, Not like a food cleanse, but give your body a little reset and maybe replace one of those high-intensity workouts with either Pilates or a yoga or a deep stretch or a walk. Um, One or two times per week, start to regulate some of those hormones, some of those stress hormones that we all have just streaming right now. So my first recommendation would be to sleep seven to eight hours per night, reduce dairy, reduce alcohol and those processed sugars. Um, You could even like replace some of your carbohydrates with essential fats, um, things like walnuts, things like macadamia nuts, olives, um, coconut meat. You could, there are a lot of different healthy fats that you can consume that are really great for you, that are really great for your hormones. So high quality proteins, high quality fats, and not bullshit carbs. So you don't want to have, you could have like uh, some quinoa and some brown rice and maybe some beans if you want to, but try to focus on making sure that you're getting those essential fats. And one small way that I like to do that is by adding just a scoop of chia seeds in my water. I have like a huge mason jar all the time and I usually put a little bit of chia seed in there just so that I'm getting some of those essential amino acids, those omega-3s that are so good for hormone balance. So those are a couple of little things. Um, and again, most of it is just give it, give yourself time. Um, if you haven't downloaded a, a food tracker app on your phone, definitely try that just to track how many calories you are consuming throughout the day. A lot of the times it's not enough. So if you calculate your macros online, just Google macro calculator, you can kind of see ballpark. Usually it's pretty high in protein. Like not everyone needs that. So I always say do a little less protein than it says. You know, if you're like a 130 pound woman, you probably don't need 120 grams of protein. That's fucking crazy. So um, that will certainly throw off your hormones. So I think that 
downloading one of those like fitness trackers or my fitness pals it would be really great so that you can just ballpark and see um, again it's not something you have to do every day it's just to see is this something small I could adjust um, all right on to the next question and I kind of actually I actually DM'd this girl back after she asked this question um, she said target toning and this kind of goes back to the last question with belly fat you can't target spot lose fat you can't just lose fat in a certain spot hoping you want to like if I could then I'd have a way smaller nose and it's just the way it would be you know I'd have a way bigger butt and a way smaller nose like that's just the way shit goes but um yeah you can't spot lose fat it's just gonna fall off in the way that it's supposed to fall off so just make sure that you're properly fueling your body you're hydrating um but if you are trying to just tone more this person was talking about their calves and their quads so things like squats things like calf raises um even jump rope it's really great so um cardio is fantastic sprints are fantastic for toning weight training lunges lateral lunges step-ups squats glute ridges are great more for the glutes but um so those are some things that you could definitely in- incorporate incorporate into what you're doing um the next question is oh this is very sweet hey um <laughs> so what inspired you and I don't mean to like pivot to me. I don't even need to really go into this question, but I kind of want to. What inspired you to go down this career p- lifestyle path of health and fitness? And how has your life changed since, especially now? Um, any struggles you didn't expect? Fuck yeah, struggles everywhere. So um, I've always really been into eating healthy, nutrition, fitness, all that good stuff. Um, I, in college, I was in a car accident, broke my back, and I had always been, you know, super fit, ran did some kinds of weights, little hit workouts. But after that, they said, you might, you know, you might not be able to walk again. And I was like, oh my God. So it really inspired me to really learn more about the body. I never knew how much I appreciated movement. And I'm not saying you have to have some tragic, you know, car accident to get into this industry. You can just do it because you want to, but that's how it happened for me. We, you know, I wasn't able to like walk around, move, exercise, anything for a few months. And finally I could so I started to swim I had like a kickboard and a one piece and goggles and I would just kick 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 like I was learning to swim again and I just remember I was like so skinny and scrawny because I had lost all sense of muscle I would incline walk I would do my bird dogs and all my you know hamstring lengthening and stretching stretches every day that my PT gave me it was I mean whatever so that's what inspired me to go into personal training and I just was like I'm gonna be a personal trainer and then I started working a career at a desk job and on the side of that I had gotten my personal training certification um, started taking on clients and I was making like a killing in my last job and that was awesome and I just I wasn't fulfilled I wasn't happy I thought about what I wanted to do all the time and then unfortunately Um, my mom got super sick, so I moved from my job to be home with her, and that's when I, I quit my job, I moved across the country from Arizona to Charlotte, and, or to Charleston, um, and basically was living in Charlotte for a few months, taking care of my mom, and during that time, I had to find a means to an end, because I was paying, I was paying rent in Arizona and in Charleston, but living in Charlotte, so that sucked, uh, for a little bit, and, you know, tapped into savings, struggled, and never wanted to ask my parents for money, um, never wanted to 
need anything or need help. And in hindsight, I wish that I had just said, hey, I need help. Um, I'm depressed. I'm sad. Like, I needed help. Didn't ask for it. Um, pride definitely got in the way because I was like, you know, I made these huge life decisions without anybody and I just assumed that they would be mad. They're like, well, you did all these things and now you need help. And um, that was the narrative that I wrote for myself. But I, oof, I told you, everything is making me cry the past couple of days. Hello. And <clears throat> so I think that since that was one of those moments where I was just like, I have to figure it out. I'm figuring it out. And I didn't really give myself any other options. So I started working with clients with nutrition. Um, that actually happened on accident. I had a couple of people say they needed help. And then I started making like macro based meal plans for this guy who wanted to be a bodybuilder. Um, and then he was like, but I also want to be vegan. And I was like, okay, this will be interesting. So I started making um, just some like recipe guides with his macros. He did it for a few months. And then I had a couple other people reach out about it. And then a couple other people who um, kind of just got word of mouth. And I'm still doing nutrition plans and guides for people, working with them one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so if you do want to book any of those consultations, they're on my website. So book a consultation. Um, I'd love to talk to you guys about health, wellness, help you set up a morning routine, night routine, help you set up what meals to eat, you know, and why. If you're trying to go plant-based, that's specifically what I work with. But um, my life has definitely changed. It was a huge pay cut. It was a huge shift. I had never worked out less in my life. Um, I had just such a luxury of a nine to five schedule, knowing when I was going to work out, who I was going to see at work. Like it was a very safe life. So I had the body that I wanted. I had like the dudes that I wanted. I had the friends that I wanted, the money and, um, moving to Charleston has been, um, and in this industry has been a gift because I love all the people that I've met so much and I'm really lucky to be able to try and figure out this path that I'm supposed to be going down. I'm so happy about the podcast. Um, still trying to monetize it. So again, if you guys want to support in any other way, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and you can search Hotter Than Health and contribute what you can and see if that's something you're interested in. That's so fucking helpful and incredible um but anyways definitely struggles uh still struggle all the time with it and sometimes I think is this worth it um but there are so many different facets in this industry and yes would it be easier to go back to a nine-to-five and have insurance and have benefits and have you know safety but I just don't think that's the way I'm wired and I love what I do it's hard but I love what I do and growing this podcast is really important to me. So again, yeah, Patreon, that's one way to support. Again, this is getting bleak. Let's get back to a happy question. This is simple. Okay. Why are, <laughs> total pivot here. Why are pumpkin seeds a better choice than other nuts and nut butters? So when you're dealing with nut butters and when you're dealing with nuts, seeds, anything like that, they are super calorically dense. So if you're going to do a calorically dense food, then you want to make sure that you are getting a lot of benefits from that food. Personally, I like pumpkin seeds. I think that peanuts are super inflammatory. I don't typically like them for my constitution. They don't make me feel great. I think they give me acne. I think that um, I can tell I can tell more if I have a handful of almonds than I can tell if I have a slice of bread. I don't know why. There's just something about nuts and their density that make me um, that make me not feel great. So, anyways. 
I think that pumpkin seeds, they're definitely more nutrient dense than a lot of other seeds. So I like pumpkin seeds. They're super high in protein and I think they're great for women especially because they're super great for iron. They're great for magnesium. They have great protein, great amount of fat in there. So it's a really good snack. I like to throw it on top of a salad. I'll do like a nice chopped um, romaine and arugula, spinach mix, something like that. I like to mix lettuces. So I'll do that. I'll do sun-dried tomatoes. I'll do olives. I'll do, sometimes I'll do canned salmon if I'm doing salmon. Sometimes I'll do chickpeas and I will um, add some pumpkin seeds on top and it's super calorically dense. So if you're counting your macros, watch out for the fats and things like that. But other than that, I think they're incredible. Um, they have more, uh, much more vitamin and nutrient, uh, vitamin and mineral uh, benefits than any other nut, not any other nut, but than the most common store-bought nuts. So if you can, um, if you're going to do a nut butter, either get it in those little packets where they're pre-made because it's really fucking tough to portion control, or I really have always liked the PB2. So there's this PB2, uh, brand it's powdered peanuts, but again, I'm, I'm sticking away from peanuts. Um, if I'm going to do a nut, it's going to be coconut. It's going to be uh, a pumpkin seed. It'll be a chia seed. It'll be a flax seed. Uh, so if you're interested in those kinds of crackers, foods, snacks, uh, one way I like to incorporate them, there's a brand called Mary's Gone Crackers. They're incredible. I definitely recommend the, like, the everything flavor. They're so good. I just have, I have them in my pantry right now. They're great with hummus. Uh, so those are really great. I think that pumpkin seeds are something that everybody should have in their pantry. Just scoop a little handful and you'll be good to go. And then what is my favorite snack go-to for quarantine? Literally anything at all. Like I would eat my computer charger right now if it had any like a truffle on top of it. I'm telling you, I can't stop. But today it's weird. Normally when I'm on my period, I am a ravenous beast monster but maybe it's because I'm a little emo today that I'm just not really feeling it. But I have been loving just veggie sandwiches. So produce has been stocked at Harris Teeter or Publix or Whole Foods or wherever you go. And it's really like not an excuse to not have fresh produce right now. If, if you can afford it, if that's a luxury that you can have, there's usually uh, a bunch of like local little markets around you that might still be open that are selling fresh vegetables. Um, but the... You check the clean 15 and the dirty dozen to see which vegetables you want to get organic and if they're not on that list then totally get them not organic they're way cheaper that's what I do so one thing that I've been loving is I'll get two pieces of Ezekiel toast oh my god she eats carbs yep I eat carbs or I'll do like a nice sourdough I'll do Dijon mustard a huge slice or two slices of tomato I'll do uh, alfalfa sprouts I'll do a bunch of spinach I'll do some sauteed onions on there. I'll do a little bit of hemp seed. And I've been slicing just like a thin, long piece of tofu on top of it. I'll sear that on both sides with a little bit of garlic or or nothing. And maybe I'll just do like t some tamari sauce or usually um, or sometimes I'll just do like salt, pepper and call it a day there and put it on top of the sandwich, cut it open. It's the best. If you do eat animal products, do one of those big veggie sandwiches and then have an egg with it so that the egg is all runny all over. That's been my favorite go-to snack. It's it's healthy. It's nutrient dense. There's a ton of nutrients in it. Oh, also cucumber. Definitely add some cucumber in there. If you don't follow me on Instagram, hop on there right now. It's at Eliza G underscore fitness. 
um, at Eliza G underscore fitness, I've been posting a bunch of my meals there. It's been wonderful trying to not really do as much takeout, trying to cook mostly at home. And that's been super helpful on the budge because I haven't gotten my Trump bucks yet, but hopefully that will be coming soon. And anyway, so those are some of the questions. I won't go into some of the other ones. We don't really have time. I don't want to just ramble like I am right now. But again, here are a couple things. Oh, oh, what am I saying? Also, Helen from Hush Up and Hustle, two different things here. And y'all can use my code. Um, not like, oh, it's so nice of me to let you use my code. I don't know why I said it like that. Use my code, please, is what I meant. <laughs> like, please use my code. So it's Eliza G 15. You get 15% off um, of Blender Bombs. Right now, I have the mint cacao. I have been fucking those up. They are so good. Oh my god. So I have a, <clears throat> if y'all really want to know, let me just be super open with y'all. So I went to Whole Foods today. I'm sorry, I went to Whole Foods last week and I got these like, the, the brand is called So Delicious. It's a coconut milk, but I got the uh, coconut milk chocolate covered salted caramel dessert bars. They're so small. They're like smaller than the palm of my hand, but oh my God, they are so good. So I'll have one of those and then sometimes I'll heat up a blender bomb. Uh, not the original, but I'll do the mint cacao. So it's like this minty, salty, chocolatey goodness. Plan on doing that tonight. And then I will, right after our nutrition seminar that I have at six, that's great. Um, here we go. Um, repping my own brand. Uh, let's see. That is one. So if y'all want to use my code for Blender Bombs, I have the mint cacao and the original right now. And she's sending me a bag of cookies. I can't wait. The 80-20 cookies. I hear they're amazing. Um, Plant-based, no bullshit, amazing ingredients. Use my code Eliza G15. That is such a great way to help the podcast. And really quick, I'm going to name off one other way that you can help the podcast other than liking, sharing, um, screenshotting, putting it on your Instagram. That is also so unbelievably helpful. Thank you guys so much. Every time you do it, it just lights me up. I'll get a message every day saying, Hey, just found your podcast. Hey, just found your podcast. Share this shit everywhere. Um, it's not going to grow if we don't share. So go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and just type in Hotter Than Health when you're searching for a creator. And if you feel like donating or setting up a membership, it gives you like a whole bunch of tiers you can choose from. You can get some um, proper food combined recipes from me. You can get discounts on meal plans. So it definitely is a, it's a win-win. Um, you're definitely getting something from it, and I'm trying to build that up a lot. So um, also, if you want to support again, use my links. If you are interested in the Daily Stoic, I set up a affiliate link, so I'll put that in my show notes for products. And if you want the Daily Stoic, um, I was just looking on my Amazon list, and it said that I've ordered 20 copies. So for the past three years, I've been giving it as gifts. I just gave one away the other week, so highly recommend it. Always use my links. That is so helpful. Can't even tell you guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Next week, um, I'm thinking about having the roommates on. And I think we're going to do a roundtable discussion on how the fuck to get through this quarantine. Um, we're also going to be talking about um, they're about to, one of them quit their job. The other is going to potentially like maybe, yeah, she doesn't even have a plan to yet, but they want to do a big uh, all over the world trip together. I want to talk to them about what they're excited about. I want to talk to them about their tips for travel. So that'll be a fun conversation. Let me know if you have questions. Always reach out. Love y'all so much. Episode 77. Talk to you guys next